Hello and welcome to the podcast, The Pocket Stylist. I'm Lisa Tauber. I'm an award-winning personal stylist who's actually been in the business now for 17 years. I specialize in elevating professional women, entrepreneurs, and women in business with their personal brand. These podcasts are about sharing my hints and tips. And along the way, I'm super excited to welcome guests who will be sharing their star stories, their expert advice. And I'm also going to be showcasing some brands that I know you are going to love. So if you're a lady who lacks time, struggles to put an outfit together, wears the same things time and time again, and doesn't want the hassle to find something new when shopping, you will absolutely enjoy this podcast. I really hope you loved the podcast, The Pocket Stylist. Hello, I'm Lisa Talbot and welcome to my podcast, The Pocket Stylist. I am an award-winning personal stylist who has been in the business for 14 years now. Um, I'm on a mission to help women aged 35 to 55 have a wardrobe that they absolutely love, gives them confidence and creates a positive mindset. So these podcasts are all about sharing my hints and tips along the way. And I'm really excited to be joined by a number of guests who will also be sharing their fashion and style stories with me and also some brand experts as well who are going to be telling you a little bit about their brands and what they have to offer. I really hope you enjoy my podcast, The Pocket Stylist. Hello and welcome to episode 19 of my podcast, um, The Pocket Stylist. Um, I've got a really special guest today um, and I'm thrilled to be joined by Erin, um, who another lady I met on Clubhouse and I've been chatting to for about probably about six months now. Um, so Erin, thank you so much for coming on my podcast. Would you like to introduce yourself and tell everybody, first of all, a little bit about what you do, because this is how we kind of got chatting didn't we? We did we met in Clubhouse you're right about six months ago I think it was. Um, I'm Erin I run Busy Bee which is a virtual and social media assistant place profession I think it's called. Um, quite often VAs keep their real name whereas I like to have it separate it helped me do that whole uh, getting used to videos and talking because I can it's like acting putting even though it's the real me it's I can become more confident if I think I'm doing it under the the busy bee thing I think uh, and I the first time I saw you sorry to interrupt you you had yeah. yellow dungarees on with bees on them yeah <laughs> I've really got into dungarees in the last <laughs> six months I quite like my dungarees maybe that's an age thing which is weird because it's normally kids that wear dungarees but yeah I wear uh, I went through a well I still go through a stage of wearing dungarees um so uh, yeah I'm a VA that I help um entrepreneurs and micro businesses small scale businesses to keep on top of their business admin and their social media because obviously that's a big integral part these days of business since we went onto the more online stage with covid and lockdown and everything like that yeah, yeah. And you, you know what, though? And you are amazing at Instagram Reels. And I have to say, I find myself 
sitting there sometimes with some of your reels just in hysterics because some of them are so funny and, and you just do it so easily. Um, so yeah, if, if anybody um, would like to go and have a look at Erin um, on Instagram, definitely do because her reels are fantastic. But listen, we, we always talk about on my podcast, we talk about clothes, we talk about fashion, we talk about style in lots of different um, kind of ways. Um, tell me, listen, what is your relationship with clothes? What, what, what kind of have you ever felt about clothes going back when you were younger? Have you have a, do you have a good relationship with clothes? Where, where are you kind of at with, with clothing? I hate clothing. That doesn't mean I like to be naked all the time. <laughs> I just hate clothing, mainly because of my size. Okay. So I come from a family that we're all big people. It's in my genes. I can say that officially because I've had a DNA. Uh, Have you? Yeah, I've had a DNA thing. So it says that I'm predispositioned to be a bigger person. Oh, wow. So that's how I, when I'm eating that extra Snickers bar, I can say, I oh, am. Yeah, it's not the Snickers bar. It's I'm predispositioned. <laughs> so yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm a big girl. Uh, and I saw so my brothers and my sister and my mum and my dad. Obviously, boys, dead easy. They just wear trousers and stuff when they grow up my mum was never very makeup or clothes orientated it wasn't her thing either so I never and I didn't feel I really learned from my mum what which I think mums do don't they yeah my mum wasn't like a girly relationship mum my sister hung around her best friend her was a her mum her mum's her best friend's mum was a makeup salesperson uh, in boots. So she taught my sister how to wear makeup and she taught my sister about clothing and stuff like that. And my sister is, um, she's a businesswoman uh, quite high up. So she also has the income and she was, I've always looked to my sister as that she's very stylish and she's always, she seemed to just always know what the right clothes were to wear to like you've done on your little shorts that are on Instagram, you know, yeah. she could tell me, oh, no, you shouldn't wear that because that's accentuating the wrong part of your body uh, and things like that. So she would love, she would love it when she, I needed to go shopping because she would come with me and drag me. Her biggest pet peeve though, and it's not right, I don't think there's anything wrong with them, is that you've, she's, she's got quan. She reckons it's all about the underwear. So she goes on at me about my underwear. Yeah. And it's like, hang on, it's this is a brand new bar. Oh, have you had yourself measured? Yes, I have had my. I'm 45. Yes, I have had it measured. Thank you. Well, you've not paid the money. It's like, oh, just leave me alone, my sister. But you know alone. what? It, it's really interesting. Just picking you up on that. We we've covered this um, on the previous episodes. When you get the scaffolding right underneath, which is your bra, um, it definitely helps how your clothes sit because you know you position the bust where it's supposed to be you give your bust a good shape and, and everything like that and actually what has anybody ever said though that if you my sister her she's going to kill me for talking about her breasts but <laughs> she's worn the same size bra her whole life it hasn't changed whereas i your your diet so i can i've got i've got probably about 20 bras under my bed all of different sizes because of the fact I am always dieting, putting weight on, dieting, putting weight on. And the first thing that changes is my breast because obviously I lose weight off my back, yeah. which then changes that back thing. So 
I always say to her, I've just lost weight again. You're picking me up on my bra because I've lost weight again. Yeah, but it's true though, isn't it? And and this is where, you know, with with everything we wear, we have to be conscious of our shape and how what we wear because it can all suddenly look different when we we wear different styles and shapes. So is your sister, uh, God, you can't keep talking about your sister. Um, Is your sister (laughs) a plus size lady too? So Because you said all your family... Has, has that gene? Yes, but she's a different shape. Okay. So even though I would say, because again, she diets like me as well, but she's got fantastic legs. Absolutely fantastic legs. Um, and everything else is up, you know, her, her weight is up top. I tend to have that I'm... I've always had, so she, I would say, is that a pear shape, I think? If, if, your, if your hips are wider than your shoulders, um, pre- but predominantly wider, then you'll be the pear shape. But if See, I'm an hourglass shape. I'm definitely an hourglass shape. Okay. I managed to get into, for my 40th, I managed to, I'm very proud of it. I managed to get into a Jessica Rabbit dress. Nice. The fact that when I do lose weight, it would, it used to be anyway, prior to 40, it used to go from my waist. Even though I was still bigger, I could still pull off an hourglass dress shape. The dresses that I wear now that I think that I wear for every single wedding I've been to in different styles are like the rockabilly dress, the 1950s with the netted skirt underneath. Yeah. But it has to be that it's got the butterfly, the, the bosom one. I don't know if it's called the butterfly. Um, so it's not the one that comes up to round your neck. It shows yeah. the breast and has straps. A bit like a period style strapless. So it, yeah. it's shaped to the bust. And then you see what it does. It fits you through the torso, into mm-hmm. the waist, and then it curves through your hips, which actually what it does visually, it creates the hourglass shape because you've opened up what we call the decollete area, which is above the bust and into the neckline, and then it fits into the body. So now that's really interesting because um, what lots of people always say to me as well is, you know, if you're a plus size lady or they say to me, yeah, but I'm slightly bigger. So all I want to do is cover. Mm. And actually when you talk about where um, any lady, whether you know, they be an eight or a size, for example, 28, then we, we never just cover. We don't just cover because we want to create shape. We want to create definition into the torso and everything like that. So I'm assuming, and I'm not going to put words in your mouth, the dress that you wear to the weddings and, the, and the whatever you go to an event or the dress that you wore to your 40th, you absolutely loved because the shape it created and visually the, the image that you saw back in the mirror was an image that you loved that came back at you? Yeah, yeah. Some of the dresses of the weddings, I agree. Some of the dresses, I think I've got different styles of these dresses and the ones, I've got two that do cover up the delicatage area. Yeah. And I that felt to me wrong. Yeah. It, I felt like I was choking myself and, and I don't, and I wore them, but I didn't overly like them. The dresses where I have, now I always feel nervous at social gatherings anyway, but the dresses that I wore there um, that had the heart-shaped neckline, um, that's what it was, heart-shaped, I felt more comfortable. The Jessica Rabbit, I felt amazing. 
mainly because I would have never worn a dress like that. And for a year, I dieted and worked my backside off to fit into that dress. Uh, and so I was very proud of that. But you know what's lovely? You talked about feel. They made me feel good. And this goes back to everything I always say to people. Everything you wear must make you feel good. If it doesn't make you feel good, you don't wear it. So do you, do, if you look back in your, you know, in your life when you were a younger lady and when you were a teenager maybe and everything like that, did you tend to not wear that styling? Did you tend to like cover with more like the, the sweatshirt and the jeans or that, that type of thing? Did you not feel as confident when you were younger uh, to show off your shape? Definitely. I mean, to be fair, I'm still not confident about it now. I still cover up now. My go-to outfit is a pair of jeans and a hoodie. Okay. And that's what it was like when I was a teenager. If I wasn't wearing my school uniform, which was sort of like a, it was sort of like, I mean, I'm all for uniforms at school because it felt like everybody was wearing the same thing. Absolutely. And it made me feel more comfortable. But out of that, well, when I was really young, it was the early, it was the 80s in the early 90s so cycling shorts yeah in things so I used to wear my cycling shorts because I still like to do a lot of keep fit stuff then so it was cycling shorts and baggy t-shirts and then as I started to grow breasts the t-shirts became baggier yeah. and the jeans and because I was I wasn't slim but I, that was at my slimmest period when I was in my early teens and then as I got older and older, by the time I met my husband at 16, I was into grungy jumpers and jeans. University, it was CNA because that's all I could afford, CNA when I was at university. Um, but yeah, even now I have a collection of hoodies, uh, probably about six or seven hoodies hanging on the back of the door. Um, I don't wear cardigans, I don't wear jumpers. If we go out the house, even on a hot day, if we're going somewhere, that I might be seeing a hoodie get to put on because oh, I'm wow. hiding. That's oh. why, I mean, that's why I was saying to people about the whole reels and everything. When I first met you six months ago, and I, that hasn't overly changed. I don't like my body shape. I don't like, I get very stressed out at buying clothes. That's why I messaged you about this wedding that I was going to. Yeah, yeah. I loved the idea when you said about, because also now I've got the leg brace. So I've got this lovely dress that I should have worn two years ago before cover to a wedding and it's high at the front it's from uh, roman yeah so it's like an asymmetric hemline is it higher at the front and longer front at the front. back absolutely yeah. um but now that i've got the leg brace the shoes that i wear i can't wear any of the high heel shoes that i'd bought for it so i was like i said to Richard, i feel very self-conscious because it's high at the front all you're going to see is my leg brace and then you suggested trousers and i thought you know i think that i might actually go for that um, and so that's what I've been doing since you suggested it. I've been looking at the different high waisted trousers and things yeah. like that so so for the for the people that are listening um you I asked didn't I I said anyone who wants to start it let me know what you want and we'll we'll get it put on to Instagrams in my 30 second style tips so your 30 your style tip was I am your request was I'm going to a wedding can you give me some ideas of what to wear so Obviously, for a bigger lady. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for a bigger lady. So you've just alluded to the fact I said to you, uh, a really nice dress, maybe pop it with um, a wedge uh, or something like that. Or 
you could wear a really nice wide leg trouser. Now, let me tell you, now I've got you here, I can tell you why I said that. So, so absolutely. So if the dress you're not going to feel comfortable in, in your leg brace, we ditch that idea because mm -hmm. then we know, I know that actually we could give you the most stunning dress but you will still feel looking in the mirror, looking back, you will probably see the leg brace before you see anything else apart of that dress. Unless you go to the floor dress, you know, you could yeah. do that. You could go real floor length and do that. But a wide leg trouser for a plus size lady is incredibly flattering because you get the trouser from high-waisted. So high-waisted is the, the kind of god to, to flatten any kind of tummy line and create a beautiful, sleek lower body. So you could go high-waisted trouser, which means it comes in at the waist. It's then going to skim over the hips and straight down, okay? So therefore, incredibly flattering. You can then, obviously, the leg brace will go underneath, so that works perfectly as well. If mm -hmm. you're going to do a high-waisted wide leg trouser, you must make sure that you rebalance the shoulders. Otherwise, you will appear that you look like a funnel because you're going to be narrowing the shoulders and wider at the um, hem of the trousers. So when I say to you, you have to rebalance, that's when you could have a really nice shirt. So maybe like with a collar, it doesn't have to be you know, fitted formal, it could be silk, it could be one of the beautiful prints this season, it could be colourful, it could be anything, um, because it could look really nice, or you could even do like a v-neck top, because obviously we know that a round neck, if you're bigger busted, is going to make you pitch like a shelf, and all you're going to look like then, Erin, is all boobs, which we don't want that, so if we give you, um, you could even do um, so you could do like a v-neck to open up. You could even put a top very similar to the style of the top of that dress that you really, really like. So, you know, you said some of the, like you called it the heart-shaped dress. Mm. You could even put a top like that with a trouser like that and then give yourself um, like a long line blazer. So it looks really, really modern and fresh. I was going to say, I've seen that style, but it's sort of like the heart shape. It's like a basque yes, with then a jacket over the top. Yeah, but then you have to think it would work for you, but how comfortable would you be? And yeah. then we've got to go, okay, if you're going to be at a wedding all day, it could be uncomfortable. So what you could do is go for something like a blouson style top. So a blouson style top means you've got the upper body garment and it just tucks back in on itself. So phase eight are brilliant for doing these as a style, but what you, have, what you have to do is make sure that you don't go too big. So sometimes with the blouson style, you actually have to drop the size because otherwise we want your body frame. We still want to see your torso. We want to see the, um, your arms and things like that. What we don't want is that round shape if you go round shape and round and wide legs, everything look like I'm in a tent. There you go, that's it. Everything's just gonna appear wider. Whereas you could you still want to create that hourglass shape. So mm. there are still some beautiful tops that can still give you definition. You said as well to tuck it in, didn't you? Yes, because then you create the upper and the lower body. So you create a symmetry of upper and lower body. 
A blue sun won't tuck in because you've got too much, then you're going to have too much. But you, a shirt you can tuck in, or even another style top, you, can, you, you don't even have to tuck all of it in. You could just pin tuck it through the front. But, you know, you, you just want you to create a symmetry and a balance. But you could do that, definitely. And just thinking about what you said, right, your go-to is, is jeans and a sweatshirt, it would be really lovely for you to have maybe a relax. So this season, there was lots of relaxed workwear. So beautiful wide leg trousers that um, were incredibly flattering. Some of them still had the elasticated waistbands that we saw, you know, throughout the whole lot. Is there any particular material that you would advise for these wide leg? Because obviously they come in different linen, cotton. So, yeah, so I would go more of a cotton because you feel the heat and I know you feel the heat. So yeah. definitely don't go for a fabric that is going to heat you up on either your upper body or your lower body because you're going to feel so uncomfortable. Um, uh, I lost my train of thought then. Um, so yeah, so with a fabric, maybe go for cotton, don't go for linen, because linen will right. crease. So if you, and, and listen, some people love linen, some people absolutely love it. For me, it's a real pet hate, because I'm quite neat and tidy, I hate anything that creases. And if you think about linen, if you sit in that for a meal, you're going to get up and look very unkempt. So yeah. for a wedding, we still want to look you know, still chic from the minute we get there to the minute we leave, you know, when the bride and groom go. So I would always look for a denser fabric. So um, you'll, you'll find some of the, I'll tell you who has got some really nice wide leg trousers and that's Marks and Spencers this season. They have knocked it out the park with high-waisted wide leg trousers. I'll have a look. Would you, are you, you what, go on. I was going to say, what about colour? Because obviously, as a big person, you tend to gravitate towards black because, um, I mean, I don't now because obviously I've got the bumblebees everywhere. Um, but if I was looking for trousers, I would automatically go for black trousers. You don't is have it better to, to go for more colourful. Yeah. So anything that is deep and dark as a, as a tone will always make something appear slimmer than it is. So black, navy, chocolate brown deep purple, a real lovely deep, um, like emerald green, you know, real dark green, that lovely kind of almost more like a moss green. So you, you can still go with other colours on your lower body. You know, definitely a white, for example, will reflect the light. So white will always make an area look bigger because the light comes onto it, it bounces off and therefore it reflects bigger. So, you, you know, if you, you could even go for like a real, you know, like a real raspberry tone in a trouser because it's still deep and dark. It ca though, all those colours carry exactly the same properties as black. Mm -hmm. and not unless, if, but if you felt more comfortable in black, you could either do like a monochrome look for the wedding. So you could do black and white, you know, yeah. you could do black trousers, black top, white blazer for example. Yeah, I always used to go for black. Um, it'd be like, I only used to have black and white t-shirts kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But again, as I've got older and I've got braver, I tend to mix it up now. So yeah. I do like colour. So like my bumblebee dungarees that yeah. are yellow. But then don't forget on the top half, you could go with a print. 
You don't have yeah. to go with block colors. You could, you could get a print. Now, print is interesting, okay? Because print, where, whichever print you go for, it detracts the eye. Because basically, if you think of a print, you're looking at so many different aspects of it. You know, if you've got, for example, a print that's got floral on it and it's got pink flowers, purple flowers, green flowers, orange flowers, red flowers, the eye is desperately trying to catch which part of the flower. So what you have is with something like a very busy print, the eye can't catch it. So therefore, again, it makes the area look smaller because it's such a busy print that actually it, it almost strobes the eyes. You know when you can't then catch, catch a specific area? But you can use print to work with your scale and proportion of your body. So a, if you went for an incredibly massive print, then suddenly the area becomes bigger. So you still have to keep the print in proportion for your body. But that's where you could then add in different colours. So if you wanted to go with, I don't know, a navy wide leg trouser, you could still go for a lovely print that's got purples in it, greens in it, anything like that. So you can still wear more colour because you don't want to be too dark at a wedding. You know, you no. want to be, you know, your personality is really fun and jovial. And I've listened to you for so many months on Clubhouse. We don't necessarily want you in deep, dark tones all over. No, no, I, I like I like the to embrace the, the colour now. Yeah, absolutely. Now, how are you going to do for something on your feet? Well, I have my go-to converse. Not <laughs> um, I've got Doc Martens. I've got boots like that. So as I could have, I could wear because um, I've got to fit the brace in and then fit my foot in. So I can wear boots, but they can't be heeled. They're going to have to be flat. Does the, does the leg brace sit almost like a sock kind of thing that you have to put your foot into? I know your podcast people can't see this. Yeah, no. So for the podcast people, Erin is just showing us. Ah, okay. 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 So that fits, slips into my shoe. Oh, got it. Got and it. then I strap it around my upper calf. Okay to hold it in place okay so what you could do as the leg brace goes inside your shoe what about something like a really nice loafer because say for you know like a, a you know like a foot glove kind of footbed loafer because that would sit really nice inside it and they still in handy it. this this shoe room office of mine for the people who are listening on the podcast, Erin is in front of her rack of shoes. So she's actually showing like, everybody the shoes. Yeah. I like that. Yes. So that's like my husband's beach shoe. Yes, but that's got like an espadrille um, sole. So yeah. yeah, something like that can still look incredibly elegant for a wedding. And especially, I suppose, if I'm going to go for a coloured trouser, yeah. it'd be quite nice to get the shoe in the same colour. Not necessarily. You could go for a different colour. So say you go for a navy, um, it depends on your, what you put on the top half, but if you went for a navy trouser, you could go for a red, you could go for an orange, you could go for a lovely rose gold. You can go for anything because navy is, is a deep, dark tone. You can still 
kind of spice up your outfit with different materials such as the metallics or the espadrille but that's what you could do instead of going for um i don't know an open-toed wedge because that might not be as comfortable for you yeah well i don't think i could wear an open-toed wedge because it has to ha my foot has to be on the top has to be covered to a certain extent because it's not strapped around the bottom oh there you go so if, so if my foot can come out of the shoe the whole brace will come with it okay so that's why then uh, a loafer or that type of shoe or a pump well see not even a pump because a pump you'll never keep it on but i would go for something like a, a lovely really nice loafer with maybe like a buckle on the top or do you know what i mean you can play yeah. with it but it's it would be enough so that i know it sounds silly when you then i don't know go shopping or you go out you could wear the loafer a pair of jeans and a different top to the sweat top <laughs> <laughs> i do have some tops my um especially i've gone out with my son at the moment every time we want to go out for a millie walks out the house in his hoodie it's like we're not going out look i've made an effort get your hoodie off i'm not wearing a hoodie you can't wear a hoodie yeah <laughs> Yeah, so I, do. I went out with my daughter the other day when we, we were both at a horse show and she said to me, as we both walked out of, her, of the horse box, she said to me, oh no. I said, what? We both had denim shorts on and we both had blue um, sweatshirts with white writing on. She said, I'm going back to change. And, it, and it's just habit. We, you know, you, you kind of gravitate to certain things and, you know, that type of thing. But has that We've helped? Been, we, we, it has. It has. I was just going to say that a friend of mine came over to take, we went out for lunch the other day. My 18-year-old never laughs when, like, when in public. Yeah, yeah. He has his own sense of, but he doesn't laugh at things I do. Uh, and I decided I would make an effort because we're going to the pub. So I was wearing jeans with a white strappy top and I'd bought a... I don't know what the fabric, like a white muslin shirt. Yeah. And I had it over the top. And as I opened the door to my friend, she was in, it was actually jean shorts I was wearing. She had jean shorts on with a white strappy top and a different muslin white shirt, but still one all the same. And we just burst out laughing because we haven't seen each other for like months. Yeah. And then we were both stood in completely similar outfits. And my 18 year old came out of the kitchen and just burst out laughing. And he said, oh, Tweedledum and Tweedledee, look at you two. So it was quite funny that we'd gravitated to wear the same outfit. But yes, what you've told me uh, and the advice that you gave me through your Instagram, your 30 second reels, which I think you should really keep on doing because I think they're brilliant, uh, has really helped me. It's given me confidence to go and have a look. At, yeah, and, uh, and half of things. that is, that's it. You've got to go and have a look. I'm just sitting here thinking as I'm talking to you, you know what, because you feel the heat, but if you've got like that little vest top on that you said with your jeans, you could wear a really nice caftan, like a little caftan cardigan that gives you the brightness and the colours that is an What's alternative. Um, so imagine it's um, very light. So the one I'm thinking of has got lightweight cotton, um, big wide sleeves, and you throw it over like a cardigan. It's really, really Oh, right, yeah. And you could add in, um, excuse me, <coughs> um, like print and colour. I am determined to get you out of that hoodie one day, I'll tell you. So I want to give you... Uh, many a person has tried, I can assure you. <laughs> um, so I can give you... Go and look on um, Oliver Bonus's website. No, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Watson and White. Go and look on Watson and White's website and they have got a beautiful selection of... 
caftans and they are stunning so for anyone who's listening if you like that kind of look have a look as well because there are some really really nice pieces on there so listen i'm conscious it is the time is knocking on i know you're a very busy lady um i have had an amazing chat with you but we always have a good chat um it was Erin, interview you do it just flew by i know um tell people because obviously i told people right at the beginning that you do amazing instagram reels um but tell people where they can get hold of you where they can see you because i do not want to be giving out your instagram handle and it's wrong so tell people where they can come and see some of your instagram reels especially the with a toilet roll that was just brilliant um and then sarcasm yeah uh my tags are the same across all platforms i um so it's the at symbol busy b bolly but it's spelt with two z's so instead of busy b-u-s-y it's busy as in b-i-z-z-y b bolly as in bollinger oh no sorry that where it came from no, <laughs> I live in a village called Bollington. Ah. So um, the busy is, the, I'm very close to Manchester. So, and I went to Manchester University. So the B comes from the Manchester B, but it's not a worker B because I like cartoony kind of, I like bright colours and cartoons yeah, yeah. and things like that. So I decided I was going to have a B and then I thought, but I don't want to be just busy B because that's normal and I want to be different. And I liked the way because I used to teach that the word busy sounds like it's written like it's written like it yeah, sounds yeah, yeah. so um I thought no I like the word busy so when you're saying it, it's busy uh and then we couldn't have that as a website because there's already one there so my husband created busy be bolly because that's where we live Nice. Uh, and it's just easier to have the same tag across all oh, platforms. Oh, isn't it just? It is absolutely. Um, so thank you so, so much for giving up your Thank time. you for inviting me. You're my first post podcast. Oh, nice. But thank you for coming on and having a good chat. I hope everybody has enjoyed the conversation. I hope you've picked up some tips and hints along the way. Um, and I will look forward to seeing you next week. Thanks, Erin. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast, The Pocket Stylist. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to know more about working with me, then why not book a discovery call with me via my website, lisatalbert.co.uk. And I look forward to welcoming you back next week. Bye-bye.